For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Welcome to Israel Velez's Power Hour! May 11, 2016, almost 2 p.m. We're four minutes in front of 2 p.m. Live on TalkShoe.com, Facebook, all over the world. This is Israel Velez's Power Hour podcast. Opening the show with Pantera's Walk, the old RVD theme song from ECW. The good old days of wrestling are gone, folks. Long gone, everything's predictable, it's all boring. I can't even, uh, Raw puts me to sleep every Monday night. Today's show, I will be going solo like the old days. Last show I went solo too, that doesn't mean we're done with our co-host Jeffrey Oliver. We're not done with celebrity guests either. Uh, I just like to do these shows to keep the uh, listeners you know, up to date with what's going on, and also, I like to do the old solo shows, because I touch upon a lot of topics, I jump topics, my raw thoughts, what's going on in the world today, mixed martial arts, boxing, pro wrestling, uh, politics, the presidential race in the USA, what's going on in the world, um, anything that interests me. I will uh, talk about on the Power Hour. We cover bodybuilding, everything, everything that's interesting. Any topic is open and on the board. Any topic will touch upon anything. Whatever the listeners want to know about, message me on Facebook or email me, Izzy Jujitsu, J-U-J-I-T-S-U, at gmail.com. Or, if it's uh, simpler, visit IsraelVelez.com, I-S-R-A-E-L. V-E-L-E-Z dot com. Talk Shoe. Israel Velez Power Hour. Brought to you by Bayshore Jewelers. That's in New Jersey. A Diamond Gym in Maplewood. The iconic Diamond Gym. Union Soap Company. Union Soap Company Organic Soap. Whoever's interested in Union Soap Company Organic Soap. We ship around the world. Um, check out their Etsy store. The Union Soco Union Soap Company. Um, you can't get this type of soap in your store. Um, those are the sponsors. We're looking for sponsors for the International Breaking Federation. If anyone is interested in sponsoring the Power Hour or the International Breaking Federation, contact me through IsraelVelez.com. Um, we also were sponsored by Leonardo Panzardo's 
graphic designs, Leonardo Panzardo. You can find Leonardo Panzardo on Facebook. He does all my graphic arts. You guys like um, all my logos on Facebook. They're done by Leonardo Panzardo. He's very affordable. You can get nice logos and rank certificates for your dojo. He'll also help build webs of design, help you with cafe press or any type of uh, logos for t-shirts and stuff. The Power Hour. Well, where do we start? Um, This topic always comes up, and the street martial arts work in the cage. The street martial arts work in the cage. A lot of times you have these martial arts schools where it's kind of like a cult following and you have the master that everyone worships and he stretches the truth and um, you know he might go disappear in the woods or tell you that he's going to China or going to go do some craziness and comes back with a trophy and says he won a secret tournament or something. There are dojos out there like that. Um, but there's some people that say... I learn street martial arts only. I'm not tied down to a traditional system. And there are the MMA community, the MMA guys that feel like if you never tested yourself in the cage, then you don't know if any of your martial arts really work. Well, I have been in plenty of street fights in my life growing up all the way to adulthood. And I was one of those guys that always tried different things during my uh, street fights to see if moves worked or not. And I'm telling you now, being in uh, being older and wiser, and to the listeners out there and the young folks, if you could talk your way out of it and go home safe and not get arrested or have any problems, if you could get out of any situation using your mind, that's the right way to go. If someone has a gun or knife and you don't, if you have an out, if you could get out of there without confrontation, go for it. Outside of all the disclaimering in this conversation, throwing out disclaimers, I am going to jump into the topic. I am tired. I respect the MMA community. I know a lot of mixed martial artists. I give them credit for going in there and battling. I do. I am sick of people saying, oh, traditional, any type of martial art, street martial, if there's a system somebody founded, they're going to be under attack because they're trying to say the system that they founded, much like Bruce Lee, is greater than a traditional system. For example, Kempo, Aikido, Taekwondo, Tang Do. the list goes on and on, Shotokan. Whatever your traditional system is, it is. Okay, now you created your own art or you're just teaching self-defense. You're not a dedicating your students to a system. You're teaching them self-defense. Now, these MMA guys are saying, Well, you know what? Your self-defense only works against someone that is not an athlete and someone that is not a fighter, someone that isn't trained. That your self-defense will only work against a bum or a thug trying to rob you or if you're at a bar and somebody tries to attack you and they have no skill, then your combative Street self-defense science is only going to work against that type of person. This is an interesting topic. That could take the whole show if I really go into it. This is my thing, MMA men, MMA guys. This is my thing. And I'm not trying to start a fight with the MMA community. Like I said, I I watch UFC. I've been watching UFC since childhood. Um, I was doing ground and pound before ground and pound was invented. I I grew up a wrestler. I grew up in um, martial arts because my father was an instructor. I started doing martial arts at five years old. My father started martial arts at 25 to get off the street. He was watching the Bruce Lee movies, Five Fingers of Death, 
he was just, he already knew how to fight. He grew a very tough reputation on the streets of Newark, New Jersey. He was also captain of the wrestling team. My family grew up wrestling and doing martial arts. And um, as the years went on, I got into judo, jiu-jitsu. Um, I went from goju, ninjutsu, kempo, akita, all that stuff. All that stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm not an MMA fighter, but I've mixed the arts. I'm a mixed martial artist of the name mixed martial arts before it became popular. I was doing that. I was grounding, pounding, and uh, combining my karate with wrestling when I had street fights growing up and I didn't have many of those people were scared uh, they would tell me oh, we'll only fight if you don't kick there's no rules on the street I can't promise you I'm not going to knee you in the head or crescent kick your head off with my sneaker to your face people think the crescent kicks don't work they do work if you're in a street fight and the guy's not expecting a kick to come or the most underrated kick of all time that we're finally seeing works because a lot of MMA guys are not martial artists. They're good athletes that, that were wrestlers, most of them Division One wrestlers that learn, let me do some boxing, let me learn some low kicks, let me learn some traditional martial arts broken down, and I'm a good athlete, and that carries me, and it does carry you. But they... Um, a lot of them aren't black belts in jiu-jitsu, so they go a long way because of their grappling background. So they, um, the the front kick is starting to knock people out. My father used to say all the time, the front kick, they're not going to see it coming right under the jaw. Bam! All of a sudden, you got Vitor Belfort gets knocked out. You have all these guys using that front kick, and they don't even expect it. And they're doing it like almost Bruce Lee style, like... And and the stupidity of people saying Steven Seagal couldn't show Anderson Silva a front kick because he can't do one himself. I've seen plenty of movies where he does a front kick. It might not be the greatest looking because he's six foot five, three hundred pounds, but he can. He his first black belt was karate before he got into aikido, and he also did some uh, judo. But he Seagal showed him that front kick, and it's almost like Bruce Lee's front kick, where it's not a traditional chamber. You come right up with it, and you take out the person's jaw and knock them out. Um, so it works. Um, uh, these MMA guys that say eye jabs don't work. Oh, man, all these people, they poke them in the eyes, uh... You know, the, the two fingers, four fingers, eye jabs don't work. Uh, oh, yeah, kick them in the groin, kick them in the shin. Quentin Rampage Jackson, one of my favorite fighters, the way he used to slam people back in the day, he's complained that Bones Jones does that low front kick to the kneecap and he tries to end people's career. He complains about it all the time. Anytime you read about him talking about Jones, he said Jones is trying to end people's careers. He's trying to hurt them when he kicks at the kneecap, at the bend in the knee. That's what we teach people in martial arts, in street self-defense. Eye jabs don't hurt. They don't work. They wouldn't work in the cage. Kick me in the groin? Yeah, really? You kick me in the groin, it ain't going to work. Well, let me tell you something. How come these big, tough MMA guys get poked in the eye? Chuck Liddell, that I think was leaving his thumb loose when he was in his prime. Anytime one of these MMA fighters gets poked in the eye, they're crying to the referee and need five minutes before they can fight again. But the eye poke don't work. Ken Shamrock says he got kneed in the groin by Hoist Gracie, and that cost him the fight. Every time an MMA fighter or a boxer gets hit in the groin and they have a protective cup on, check out YouTube where Lou Duva put a cup on a boxer. It was hitting the boxer with a bat, and the guy wasn't flinching. How come every time one of these MMA fighters gets knee to the groin or kicked to the groin, they have to stop the fight for five minutes, but it doesn't work? How come 
when Frank Mir got stomped on his head, it was a disqualification because you cannot stomp a head opponent in the UFC. How come if boards don't hit back, Master Velez has the world record for kneeing wood, for no, elbowing wood with a downward strike, he has the world record. That don't work in the cage. How come it's banned in the UFC to elbow down the opponents? But street martial arts don't work. That doesn't work in the cage. Next time you spend forty nine ninety nine to watch a UFC and a guy gets poked in the eye, tell everyone in the room, why are they stopping the fight for five minutes if it don't work? I'm tired of it. I'm on my soapbox because street self-defense does work. In the next coming weeks, we're going to do an episode with self-defense for Law enforcement, teachers, uh, bouncers, um, for, you know, what we will try to have on a former police officer and correction officer and interview him. I did security work for years. Also, I had my license in New Jersey to do security for years. Um... And we'll touch upon that topic because a lot of people have been messaging in about that. Um, we will also have uh, future future episodes of can people that are overweight, can they be in good shape? You ever go to the doctor and you're overweight and your doctor's like, your blood pressure's good, your blood work's good, everything's good, and you're like overweight by 50 to 100 pounds? Is an overweight person in shape? We're going to touch upon all these uh we're going to go with all these topics in future episodes. But i seen that is always brought up to me. Or can the boxer, what would happen if the boxer fought the MMA guy? Well, if the MMA guy is boxing the boxer, the boxer's going to knock his head off if it's a world champion boxer, and if the boxer's doing MMA with the MMA fighter and it's a top MMA fighter and it's a legitimate MMA fight with no weird rules to favor the boxer, the MMA guy's going to win. That's why Randy Couture beat uh, James Tony. He took him down, choked him out. Mayweather is saying he is really thinking about fighting Conor McGregor. Sure he is. McGregor's not a boxer. He might throw some good punches in a cage, but he's not conditioned to box 10 rounds. Sure, he'll go for his 50th win against someone that's not a professional boxer. Sure, he will. And it will do great. You will have people that will order that. You will have people. I still think he would have to have a couple other good fights on the other card. Maybe he should mix it, MMA and boxing. But, of course, it's drawing big attention because the Conor McGregor situation, I touched upon that last episode. Dana White and him had a falling out. He doesn't want to do 50 press conferences. He wants to trade. I mean, we all have a contract. Whatever the contract says and you sign, you got to abide by it. You don't want to abide by it, they're going to make him sit out until he abides by it. But I understand what he's saying, too. Doing all these interviews and pressers for the fight, he wasn't training like he should be training. He should be training for his fight. So maybe redo your contract, but Mayweather's saying... And Mayweather is talking with Showtime and Channel 2 again, is CBS Sports and Showtime again. Of course he is. People say he'll never run out of money. The way he spends money, there's a possibility. So if he could keep grabbing fights and make 50 to $90 million a fight because he's a promoter, he should keep fighting the way he spends money 
buying a million dollar car, three hundred thousand dollar car, owed the IRS a lot of money. Why he couldn't write one check to the IRS, and so we'll see. Um, the presidential. It's uh, winding down here. It looks like it's going to be Hillary versus Donald Trump. I still think, you know, I disagree with the whole thing. I still think we should have other candidates should be allowed to be on the ticket, but it's always going to, this is how it's been for over 100 years. That's how it's going to continue. It's going to be Trump versus Hillary. Um, American people, the next four years, I believe, is going to be might be like the Jimmy Carter years. There might be some bargain real estate going on. Um, taxes, depending how it might swing, taxes are going to go up. Uh, like I said in the past, I wish that the presidency was one term, six years. So if you have a, lame, uh, a bad one, a lemon, you could get rid of them in six instead of deal with the eight. The first two years, you try to get everything done. Your last two years, you're running for your re-election. Um, then your first two years again, you're trying to get something done. Your last two years is you're a lame duck president. If we had one term, six years, I think they would get a lot more done. Um, but it looks like we're going to have Trump versus Hillary. Uh, I don't know. The next few shows, I'll give my uh, thoughts on that. But you have a radical that's saying... He, everyone thought he would be out of the race with all the craziness he was saying, and it just worked for him because people are sick of politics in this country, so all the craziness he was saying. But I think when he, if he were to win, which I don't think he'll beat Hillary, he would be a conformist and have to calm down. My personal opinion Crazy world leaders like Korea, maybe Russia, I think they'd be more scared of a Donald Trump president than a Hillary Clinton and acting on certain things because Trump might be like the guy, uh, Jung Young Im, the son um, in Korea. I think Trump would be like him where he would have something to prove. Something to make his leg name legendary for the history books. Um, something to rush us into a war or something. I think uh, those guys around the world um, might be scared of him more than uh, Hillary that might be a little passive and might want to buy her way out of a problem or just bomb um, satellite dishes or strategical moves. But right now, she has a nice lead on Bernie Sanders, and it looks like she is going to get it. So that will be going to be interesting, the debates, because uh, if she's smart enough, she could expose Trump for not knowing nothing about the world. I don't care how schooled he is. She's a professional politician, and in a debate, it will be interesting but he'll just keep doing what made him popular. He'll just make fun of her and heckle her, like in high school. And his supporters will keep going. It's bad when someone's running for president and getting the nomination in your own party. Like the House, the Speaker of the House won't back you. Um, a lot of people in the party don't want to endorse him. So, very interesting. Um, also, the we're switching. I jumped topics, folks. International Breaking Federation World Championship is in June. The International Breaking Federation is in June. If you would like to know the rules, go to IsraelVelez.com and... Check out the International Breaking Federation. The rules are on IsraelVelez.com. 
it's a breaking federation. We register anything you could break in the martial arts. You want to run through a refrigerator and chop it in half, we'll register it. Okay? You want to bust a car, I don't know, punch to a... Now, that that's on your own now. You're not holding us responsible. But you want to four-fist punch to a car windshield, we'll register it. The International Breaking Federation... The Rebels of the Breaking World. The International Breaking Federation. Check out YouTube.com backslash Izzy Jiu-Jitsu. J-U-J-I-T-S-U. Check it out. Check out my breaks. Um, our Vice President, Grandmaster Paul Hickey out of Pennsylvania, just went to Canada, Ontario, Canada, and competed in the USBA, WBA, and set a world record. It looked like double chops or hammer fist, ten boards stacked each. He did a double break with both hands simultaneously and went through 10 boards, each world record. IBF Vice President Paul Hickey, H-I-C-K-E-Y. Check him out on YouTube. Check out his breaks. IBF World Championship is in June, the first three weeks of June. Videotape a break. Message me it. Email it to me. See if you can set a world record. See if you can finish first place. Also, IBF always competes for charity. And we will be announcing the big break winners at the end of June. So in June is the IBF. If any of you are interested in home study martial arts, learn from your living room, backyard, basement, home gym, your regular dojo, learn another system, learn a system that isn't offered to you in your area. Um, I teach home study. Check out IsraelVelez.com if you're interested in learning martial arts through home study. Um... We have uh, we had a big announcement this this um week with Grandmaster Mike Frazier who's becoming the vice president of American Jiu Jitsu and Shinkarun Jitsu. He's gonna be helping out the Velez Martial Arts Federation. We um we have some people asking me about Leonardo Panzardo's graphic designs in the Facebook Messenger. Yes, Leonardo Panzardo. Some of his work has been posted on my wall. If you're my friend on Facebook, on Israel Velez, he uh, does awesome graphic designs. You could check them out on my. Facebook page. We um have a lot of messages about joining some of my societies and martial art federations. The DLMA is a free martial arts federation you could join. There is a background check and we're free to accept who we want and free to decline who we don't want. No haters. We're positive like this show. If you come on this show, it's all positive talk. And it's not, um, no haters. But, uh, You can join us in the chat room also. Let's check out the chat. Yes, we're going to have on. We're going to try to have on a old-timer, the old-timer that was on the deal... 
It used to be the DLMA Power Hour before Israel is a Power Hour. Well, we have the show about uh, law enforcement and martial arts, so self-defense. Um, I've been told that my self-defense home study courses have been good for people that are in law enforcement, every walk of life that uh, may save your life. I teach self-defense. I teach it on YouTube also privately. You'll get private links to learn old school martial arts and newer school martial arts like MMA. You can learn Goju Karate, my first style. You can learn um, Kempo. Um, we have Combat Jiu-Jitsu, Combat Aikido. We have uh, several different courses. Uh, Mike Frazier who has trained with every top martial artist in the world and is a full instructor under Paul Vunak. He's also went to Japan and trained. He is going to be a VP. He's been a student of mine also, too, for a very long time. Um, We've been friends and students for many, many years, way over a decade He is going to be one of my top co-instructors of my systems and also offer what he knows and mastered. Mike Frazier is also available in his neck of the woods of private instruction. If you would like private instruction, he is a full instructor under Paul Vunak. Paul Vunak, Jeet Kune Do under Dan Inasanto. Dan Inasanto was under Bruce Lee. Um, Paul Vunak was also a Navy SEAL instructor for SEAL Team 6. This is all on public record. He was an instructor of Navy SEALs for many years. I am also um, an instructor of what he teaches, hand-to-hand combat. Um, I am teaching privately in my area, in my state. I teach privately to private students. I do many things. I have martial art federations. I have a full-time job. I also have uh, teach martial arts. And I do the Power Hour. We have a lot going on. Uh, Mike Frazier, the VP. Also, the Vice President, Paul Hickey, if you want instruction from a world champion, he won the World's Hardest Puncher competition. It's on YouTube if you check out Paul Hickey, World's Hardest Puncher, Strongest Puncher, the videos on YouTube when he won. Um, He did that competition in Florida. They had a machine to register how hard you could hit. He's also a co-instructor. We also teach each other what we know. Me and Mike teach each other what we know. Uh, it's a give and take. Uh, Paul Hickey is available for private instruction, or your, he teaches kids also and adults. He has a school in Pennsylvania. You can Google Paul Hickey. You could Google Mike Frazier. Um, if you want more information on these men and live in the Illinois area for Mike Frazier, if you're Pennsylvania area for Paul Hickey, message me. Or email me on IsraelWes.com and we will, uh, I will hook you up with details. Serious inquiries only. Uh, we have a lot of people messaging me on Facebook. Shout out time. Shannon Weaver, Terry Brady, Jeffrey Oliver, Leonardo Panzardo, Bob Yotter. Bob Yotter offers Kung Fu and Kickboxing. I trained with Bob years ago when he was stationed in New Jersey in the military. Bob Yotter. We always joke, Yotter or Yoder. Yotter. Um, he teaches Kickboxing, Kung Fu out of Ohio. If you're interested, if you he will drive to you or you could go to his dojo. Bob Yotter's Kung Fu, Tai Shueto or Kickboxing. He's in Ohio area. He's messaging me. Um, Jeffrey Oliver, our vice, our um, co-host of the Power Hour. He's out in Texas. If you want some Patriot combatives, Jeffrey Oliver. We have we have instructors of the Power Hour all over the world, all over the USA. If you're in a certain state and would like instruction, guys that know my systems, my way of teaching. 
um, bone breaking, a block is a strike, um, hand conditioning, old school, new school, martial arts, self-defense. If you want um, to learn my way, I have instructors all over the USA that will be willing to work with you. If you message me on com, I will get you in the right direction for a good martial arts instructor in your area. Old episodes, we... We... We, uh... We're getting a lot of messages here. Sometimes people message me a whole page. It's hard to read so many messages. If you're messaging me two pages, I don't mind reading the three or four pages messages. Um, I'll try to get back to everybody I can at once. Um, I am also a member, if you see in my the old school Black Dragon Fighting Society. Yes, from the blood sport, Frank Dukes. I am a member of the Black Dragon Fighting Society. I have my own societies too, the Dragon Fist Society. I have my own federations also. And I am a part of the legendary Black Dragon Fighting Society. And you could check out, you could Google Black Dragon Fighting Society and learn more about that. Frank Duke's been on our show several times, but you'll see me with the shirts while I'm breaking. I have a lot of friends from the Black Dragon said I wear the shirts when I break. If you want to become an advertiser at a power hour, send me a message as it was. We're also looking for sponsors for the International Breaking Federation, we're looking for sponsors. I'm looking for sponsors to sponsor my breaking. I always break for charity and a good cause. So, if you're interested in sponsoring the show, um, message me at com. The International Breaking Federation World Championships and also Self-Defense Championships will be in June Check out the rules. We have International Breaking Federation patches that are affordable. They're $5 with free shipping in the USA. If you want an IBF patch, message me. I will tell you how to get them. Um, check out Israel Velez's Power Hour gear. If you want to wear some of our gear, is cafepress.com backslash DLMA. So the Power Hour, we are coming up to the end of the show. We will have a future show with um, we will have a future show with a police officer slash correction officer. He did both and talk about self defense and what uh what it's like for the self defense guys. Um to teach um, law enforcement and teachers and federal employees and stuff and how you, what you should know, what you shouldn't know, what's legal, what's not legal, what you shouldn't be doing. Um, I will let, we're going to have that show. A lot of people have been asking me, so I will have um, that guest on soon. I'm working on a few different people, but uh, I have a particular guest I would like to have on to touch this topic, so... We'll be back on next week. Check me out on Facebook. On Israel Velez Facebook. Also, TalkShoe.com, Power Hour. Israel Velez's Power Hour. Check out IsraelVelez.com. Thank you to Diamond Jim and Maplewood Bayshore Jewelers. If you have cash for gold in the Elizabeth area, um, Broad Street, Bayshore Jewelers. Um... Kingsburg, New Jersey, down ashore. They're also there. They have a pawn shop also. Um, the Union Soap Company, thank you for sponsoring the Power Hour. Union Soap Company, they have an Etsy store. If you want organic homemade soap, I use it. It's awesome. Homemade soap, 
not like your dial and ivory and all that. People like all that. This is homemade. This is good for eczema. It makes you smell good. The bars last longer. The bars are a little thicker. They have salt bars, good for those elbows, those chafing elbows. Yes, I use the products that sponsor my show. And if I really believe in it, I try to become part owner also because if it's a great product and I'm using it, why not? That's the American way. Um, Diamond Jim in Maplewood, get a great workout. If you don't want to put a year membership down, they have a month and three months, or are you passing through New Jersey? Want to be in the hardcore gyms where the legends have passed through Mr. America's Universe's Olympias and just want to work out for one day? Ted Bucks, work out the whole day for $10, one day pass. Ask for Dwayne. They also have nice shirts. So, Diamond Jim and Maplewood, legendary. Um, we have a, if you're in the um, Boston area, Massachusetts area, look out for Jason Uga, professional personal trainer, also martial arts instructor, multi-talented. Um, check him out. Check out Aaron St. Louis. If you're in uh, the Carolinas, check out Casey Martin. If you're in Italy, Petro Abate, Brazil, Athigil Filho, Ohio, we have Rich Stevenson, Jesse Richards, Bob Yotter. Um, we have instructors all over the world that will be willing to train with you and help you. Also, in past shows, check out past Power Hours where we talked about how to run your martial arts dojo, how to billing and what programs to run and how to keep your dojo alive and the business aspects. Also, DLMA and Master Valiz's uh, Martial Art Federation will help you with rank certificates for your students. We'll send you certificates that you could use if you don't have certificates to offer in your dojo. We offer support and charter licenses. If uh, we... We are here to help the martial artists out there. We also are, we will have non-famous people on the Power Hour if you would like to get on and promote and talk about your dojo. We're uh, all about helping all kinds of people. Check me out on YouTube. Subscribe to my channel. YouTube.com backslash Izzy Jiu-Jitsu. I-Z-Z-Y-J-U-J-I-T-S-U. Also follow me on Instagram, Izzy Jiu-Jitsu, I-Z-Z-Y-J-U-J-I-T-S-U. I am holding my, you'll see my face with my fist, so you're not getting an imitator. That's me. And I don't go on Twitter enough. I really don't use Twitter. I'm on Facebook, though, under my real name, Israel Velez. You'll check me out. You'll see my my profile picture is my break when I broke through 10 boards, so you'll know that's me. If you're interested in being on the show, oh, we're going to ask me questions about the law enforcement stuff, so when we get our guest on, maybe it might be Rich Stevenson, Rich Stevenson, former um, police officer and correction officer. Also, he's a Street self-defense science instructor. Um, also, Mike Frazier is a hawk, hawk a instructor from Hawk. He's a instructor from Paul Vunak. He's went to Japan. Uh, he's trained all around the world, USA, Canada. Well, we're gonna have. Um, But we're gonna have we got questions coming in. We will We have a question coming in about the police. Um I will write it down and we will ask the professionals when they come on the show. A lot of people asking me about when cops falsely arrest you if if you're if 
most of these cops now in America, and I am a full supporter of law enforcement. I have relatives that are law enforcement. I have friends that are best friends, close friends that are in law enforcement. I also did security. Um, just like every profession, people have bad days, but in their line of work, you have a bad day, someone could die. And hopefully, you're not in a situation where you could die if you comply. And I say, I try to tell my friends out there, if you comply... You could sue and have their pensions and sue the municipality and the cities and just comply. You don't comply. You could get a shoulder ripped out of your socket, get beat up, broken leg, whatever the case may be. But there, there's bad and good in everything and everything in society. So cops have a hard job to do. Every time they pull you over, it's... You, most of the time, people are talking to them on their worst day of their own lives when they're in, when a police officer is involved or something bad just happened. But then sometimes, also, there is. And you bump into one in a store or traffic patrol asking for directions. or But you get what I'm saying. There's bad and good in everything. The power hours support the police and what they do. We're supporters. Um, but... We, um, I took criminal justice and criminal law in college, but I'll say that if you comply and they're not doing their job right, they have a lot to lose. Today's society, there's cameras everywhere. Almost every camera, every building structure has a camera, and you get the right lawyer, they could get that footage. The body armor, most of these cops have cameras on them, on their uniform. Their cop cars have cameras. They know that, too. So, nine out of ten times, they're trying to do the right thing. And we will. I want to save it for the show and my opinions on the topic. But, you know, it's big time. We are closing in at the end of the show. I hope you enjoyed the rambling. Well... My biggest topic was what everybody always says, does the street martial arts work in the cage? And I put my point in there, and I my cousin, Jonathan Romero, is going for the Pennsylvania MMA World Championship season heavyweight in June. If you're in the Pennsylvania area, I'll get his info for the next fight, so if you want tickets... Um, he started doing martial arts with me and my brother years ago and then got the itch. And I have a federal job that takes a lot of my hours, so he's training with UFC guys now, and he's got about 10 fights under his belt. He just had a baby, so congratulations on his daughter, John Romero like my brother you could follow him on facebook under john romero if you'd like to sponsor him also but he has a big fight coming up but um yeah we he supports me in breaking i support him in mma but i have a lot of uh i have friends in mma he's fighting the pa cage fight 24 pennsylvania pa Cage Fight 24, he's the main event, heavyweight title, John Romero, June 11, 2016, at the Woodlands Inn and Resort in Wilkes-Bear, PA, zip code 18702. If you like tickets, message com if you're in the PA area in June, and I will get you, I will get you the tickets, tell you the info for it. You could check out the page on Facebook. They have a page, PA Cage Fight 24. Um, yeah, Jonathan Romero. He's won other Federation titles too. So like the page. Um, I'm talking with several other guests to be on the Power Hour. Um, my cousin is friends with. Uh, the guy that is going to be fighting CM Punk will never see. I don't. I don't think CM Punk's gonna enter the cage. I really don't. He's just wow. The UFC. I think that was the biggest marketing error right there. 
They signed this guy to like a seven-fight deal. He ain't even proven. He's not a black belt at Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. He's been training Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. I mean, guess they want the big. They'll get one huge pay-per-view when he decides to fight. But Mikey Cal, I think his name is. Sorry if I said it wrong. He is supposed to be CM Punk's first opponent. He's friends. John Romero's his friend, my cousin, and CM Punk, awesome pro wrestler, trying to get into MMA. He has been hurt so many times, had a minor back surgery. There's so many rumors about his prep for the UFC. So, nah. So we're coming around the end here, guys. I'm sorry the ending was kind of a little slow and dragging there, but we're coming at the end of the Power Hour. Our next show, I will try to have Master Rich Stevenson of Ohio. He's also trained with and knows Kug Lee's master, Kug Lee's personal trailer. They're friends. He taught out of his dojo. Rich Stevenson, if you're in Ohio, check out Rich Stevenson's Street Martial Science and his co-instructor, Jesse Richards. We're coming at the end of the Power Hour. I'm sorry I'm ending the show abruptly, but I gotta go. Guys, train smart. Follow your dreams. It's never too late. You're You're never down and out. When you're down and out, there's only one way. Up, up, up. Go for your dream. Don't waste it. If you're still breathing, that means God has a plan for you still. Go for it, guys. Power Hour will be on next week. Check me out, IsraelVoz.com. Union Soap Company, Diamond Gym, Bayshore Jewelers. If you're interested in sponsoring the IBF or the Power Hour, message me at IsraelVoz.com. Any type of sponsorship will help, even if it's a box of wood for the IBF. We will advertise you on this show and on YouTube. God bless. Trade smart because you never know when your next fight might be the next time you have to defend yourself. Self-defense. Keep going strong. Check you out next week. Over and out. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.